Welcome to Jets Rewind. This is Marty Schupek. I'm joined by Ralph Sharega. I'm in Valley Cottage, New York. Ralph's in um, wherever yeah. Massachusetts. And uh, Ray Clifford will be joining us in a minute. Uh, I want to do, we're going to have some classic trivia from Ralph, but before we do that, let me uh, catch up on some housekeeping as tonight starts the NFL season. Just so everyone knows on the injury report today, um, Sherrod Neesman did not practice with a hamstring. The Michael Pirine had a limited practice, and they said his feet. I don't know what that means. Mackay Becton had a full practice, and they put concussion. And new on the injury report, Keelan Cole, and it just says knee. And um, we don't know anything about that. Now, uh, just a couple of other things, and Ralph, I'll get your reaction. The uh, oh, by the way, Michael Floor will be calling plays from the sideline. I prefer he's up in the booth, but that's where he wants to be, so that's up to him. And the Jets named captains this week. I don't think it's a big deal, but anyway, the Baltimore Ravens lost three running backs in eight days. Uh, today they lost Gus Peters. And actually, today they lost another player, Mark, Marcus Peters. Lost Marcus Peters. You mean? Uh, Gus, was it Austin, was it? I don't even remember. Whatever it is, they, they lost two players today for, from ACLs. And the first running back they lost was J.K. Dobbins on an ACL, and they lost Justin Hill on a torn Achilles. Why am I mentioning that? Because uh, after the first injury, the Jets quickly brought up um, – Josh, Josh Adams, 53-man yeah. roster, yeah, just so they could protect him. And as of now, and I feel bad for the Ravens. They they really got hit. And actually, after today, the two injuries they, yeah, they did. Anyone feel bad for the Jets when Carl Lawson went down? I don't probably think so. not. But you know, that's how. What can I tell you? That's how I am. But anyway, um, right now, uh, their running backs are Tyson Williams, who never took a snap in the NFL. Trenton Cannon, the former Jets. Skates Cannon. Devontae Freeman and Le'Veon Bell. Wow, uh, a lot of former Jets. Yeah, so that's interesting. We'll keep an eye on it. I thought it was a great thing. And I said, Ralph, all summer, I want the Jets to keep all five running backs. And thank God that, you know, maybe they listened to me. Uh, as we wait for... Um, I thought P. Ryan has a, some kind of injury. Yeah, I, I mentioned his name. It says foot or feet. Right. And I, I well, really don't know what that means. I don't know what it means either, but uh, it's. Right. Can think... you focus it? Oh, there you go. Okay. So, anyway, uh, that's the update. <laughs> the uh, As far as the captains, uh, our Zach Wilson was named the captain. CJ Mosley was named the captain. Corey Davis was named the captain. And the specialty ca special team captain, Ralph, you will refresh my memory. His name is it's Justin Hardy. You know, Justin I meant Hardy. I meant I meant to mention him. Like I never hadn't heard hide nor hair about him over the uh, course of the last few months of you. <laughs> I haven't. I, I I heard all these things. He was the top, he was in the top five rated uh, yeah. special teams player from Pro Football Focus, and I actually thought at one time that he might have been cut. But uh, <laughs> no, he was. They paid. They paid 
big bucks for him for, for yeah, a special quickly, teams. And then we'll move on because Ray is still running late. But Ralph, just on the uh, captains, it doesn't mean anything. I just want to talk about Marcus May. I don't see the Jets signing him to a long-term deal. And at best, I could see them franchising him again next year. But it's a I lot think, of money. I think that it is. I know it's like 20% more. But I think the Jets are waiting for Ashton Davis and some of these other safeties. What's your feeling on Marcus May at this point? Do you think not being named captain is any sort of – Well, I thought that, that vote's done by the players, I believe. Yes. I don't know if that's a reflection – whether he's captain or not, I don't see him coming back next year. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. All right. We're going to move on, and uh, we have a lot to do. And, uh, Ralph, hold on to that trivia question. All right. I got it in my hand right here. And as we're talking, I see uh, – I hear a Buckeye Uh-oh. overhead. So Script we'll Ohio. Yeah. Ray, Ray, again, was busy dotting the I, and he got and Ray, back Ray late. Ray was happy after the uh, Buckeyes beat Minnesota. Yeah, they didn't look that great. Though, they didn't not. look that great, but um, uh, the receivers look good. Wilson Happy. and the, yeah. and the, and the guy I like—they look really, really good. Hey, Ray, what about the the, uh, the great recruit Quinn Ewers? Is he uh, <laughs> is he putting pressure on the starting quarterback or what? Well, at least from name, image, likeness, he is. He's making a million dollars already. He hasn't you know thrown a pass or feeling yeah. a snap, but. Uh, you know, I saw clips of him in high school. I think Zach Wilson's brother, who's a freshman, throws better than he does, actually. <laughs> yeah, he, I'm wondering if it's because he's more athletic or if he can actually throw. I haven't I haven't even seen him in action. So, mm. right. All right. Let's get going. Uh, Ray, I like your new hat. Actually, it's my throwback hat to 98. <laughs> 98 was a good year. Yes, it was. All right, Ralph, you have a classic (laughs) question, then we'll get right into the business of the Jets. All right, since we are introducing a new quarterback to our franchise on Sunday, it's a quarterback question. What quarterback has played the most games as a a New York Jet in a New York Jet uniform in their history? Oh, I think I know this. Not necessarily a starter. Uh Uh-oh, Ray. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Um, okay, I think I know who well who I'm putting down. All right. <clears throat> Big game this week. It's the uh, everyone's calling to Sam Darnold Darnold Bowl. And, and and you know, we're looking forward to it. And it's uh we we've anticipated, I don't think a game was anticipated this big for such a long time. I know when they got Sam Darnold, I couldn't wait, but uh I, I can't, you know, the time is here. Everybody's been through a rough year with the COVID. So all these little things add up and everybody cannot wait for Sunday. All right, here's the question for you guys. Who do you think will lead the team in touchdown receptions this year? Ray. Um, boy, that's, you know, that's a lot a tough of it's gonna, it is a tough one because I think I think it would be one of the – like uh, more or uh, Crowder, but I think they're going to be taking them from each other. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go with, uh, geez, I'm going to go with uh, Corey <laughs> Davis. I'll, I'll just go with Corey Davis. I'm going to butt in because that's who I'm going to take. And my reason is that they look to develop a very, very good chemistry 
in the preseason and in the practices, all I heard uh, besides how great Elijah Moore was about the chemistry. So I'm going to say Corey Davis too. Ralph? I'm going to say Tyler Croft. <clears throat> and one, one of the reasons is that when Wilson was in college, he threw a lot of touchdowns to his tight end. This guy, Isaac Rex, I think about 12. So, and I think uh, he's a nice target. So I give him yeah. a shot. Yeah. Okay. All right, Ralph, we'll start with you the next one. Who, who's going to lead the Jets in rushing? In rushing, I'm going to say Ty Johnson. Ray? Uh, that's, uh, that was who I was going to say. I, I don't, I don't think it'll be Tevin Coleman. And, and I, I think uh, Michael Carter's a year or two away from being like a feature guy. So uh, yeah, I'm, I think Ty Johnson too. I'm going to go with Michael Carter. I think he won't have a good first eight or nine games, but the second half of the year, the second eight games, I think he's going to really take over. So I like him from the very beginning. I'm going to go with Michael Carter. You know, the thing about Carter is in the preseason, they seem to try to run him between the tackles. I'd like to see him get him out in space more. Uh, right. Because definitely his strength. Okay. Uh, Russian TDs. I think I'm going to start. And um, I, I'm going to take a long shot. I don't know if he's going to get any reps, whatever, but I'm going to go with Josh Adams. You guys pointed out, both of you, in that last ex, uh, preseason game, how on one touchdown, he was actually hit about four yards back. And he ended up scoring on a, a terrific run. I don't know how much he's going to see the ball, but it's starting to become evident that LaMichael Pirine is uh, developing uh, injuries uh, left and right, it seems. So I, I, I'm going to say it's going to be Josh Adams. Oh. Right? Marty, I have the same answer, Josh Adams. I think that he's going to get a, his foot in the door here. And the thing about him is I think inside the five-yard line, he's the best bet. Well, the thing about him that I like is that he almost never goes down on his first on the first contact. And uh, I, I think as the year goes on, they're going to get more confidence in him and uh, realize that he's their best, you know, short yardage guy. Ray? You're going to have to refresh me on that when I got a knock, <laughs> knock on the door. Oh. So I got interrupted there briefly. So what were you uh, rushing? Well, well Ray, the, the, what was it? They want to sell you solar panels? <laughs> yeah. It was Ryan Day my, my asking, him, asking my, if he can play quarterback. My yeah. car warranty was up. Well, yeah, we had <laughs> rushing TDs. Who's going to lead the Jets? Um, ooh. Just want you to know that Marty and I both picked Josh Adams. I know. That's why I'm trying to think. Maybe we should now go with somebody else. I'm going to say uh, – I'm going to say that that's going to be uh, – I'll go different. I'm going to say that's going to be Ty Johnson. He'll get the yeah, he'll get the, the calls down there a little bit. Not not if it's like a one-yard thing. I can see that. But inside the 10, I think Ty Johnson will get the first couple of cracks at it as far as running. Now, they might do a couple of screens and a little draw to Tevin Coleman. But I think uh, uh, I think Ty Johnson will get the best the, – the most shots inside the 10. Okay, um, how about sacks? Uh, Ralph, why don't you start with this? Well, since I'm going first, I'll take Quinn and Williams. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I'll go with uh, – I'll, I'll just go with the other Lawson. Hopefully he'll uh, he'll step in where I think – Just say um, Lawson. You don't have to yeah. say what the first name is. <laughs> just Lawson. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with uh, John Franklin Myers – he was, in, he was inconsistent yeah. in the preseason, 
But uh, there's something about this guy I liked. And I'll tell you, this week, all it did was show, I must have seen about 200 times the Super Bowl when he <laughs> I know, he's already got 12 sacks. Just, That's, unfortunately, it's the same one. I mean, <laughs> he's got to move on from that, you know, especially if he didn't win the game. So I, I, I'm going to say John Franklin Myers. How about interceptions? Ray, why don't you go first? Well, <laughs> um, how about a 10-way tie with one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take a flyer on uh, Eccles and just say that, you know, he'll, he'll, even if he's not the starter, I'll say he's going to snag a few maybe and uh, when he gets in there. I, I just don't know. Uh, I don't know if any of them are going to really have many, but I'll go with Eccles. I'm going to pick the same thing, and I think uh, Bryce Hall is going to have a great year. I think they're going to start throwing away from him. And the, uh, the offensive coordinators of the opposition are going to say, we're going to go against the rookie. So, yeah. Ray, I'm going to say the same thing. It's, it's not so much as a, a compliment on, on his ability. It's just that I think they're going to throw to his side a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to shock you guys. Shock and amaze you. I'm going to go with Sheldrick Redwine. All right. I, you know, in college, he showed really, really good instincts as a center fielder. Um, I don't think, you know, I think it'll take him a few games to start becoming the uh, regular, but I, I think he's going to get, when he starts getting some playing time, they're going to like him. I think he's a very good player, actually. That was a good pickup. Okay, good. Good. They got him from Cleveland, right? Yeah. Now, how did they get him? Cleveland cut him? Uh, Cleveland cut him, even though he was doing he – had, he hadn't done badly for them. I, I, from what I've read, uh, people just – they're not quite sure what was going on. You know, it was something more than uh, just football, apparently. But, okay. Uh, hey, listen, I want to jump around. I don't want to go right to the game. We'll come back with uh, some over-unders and, and things. They, they're, gonna, they're playing the Carolina Panthers. I want to – Talk about who do you think the Jets really have to be concerned about? Their front four consists of Morgan Fox, Dequan Jones, Derek Brown, and Brian Burns. I, I think Brian Burns is a, is a great ball player. And I, I would be concerned if you ask me, and we, we didn't go over this, and but I would say on defense, it's Brian Burns. And on offense, it's it's Christian McCaffrey, just because of McCaffrey is so good at, at catching balls out of the backfield, though uh, Sam Darnold is not, was not good at throwing balls to running backs. And people forget McCaffrey didn't play last year. I think two years ago, he had like 116 receptions. So yeah, he had an outrageous year. I, I, you know, I, I feel like McCaffrey, one of these years is going to fall, you know, just totally fall off the map. They're going to overuse him and, uh, I don't, but but having the year off, I think probably helps. So, so Ralph, who, what are you concerned about as far as? Um, uh, I'm I'm a little concerned, more concerned about Robbie Anderson because you know with these corners who are young, you know he's dangerous. We know firsthand he finds a way to get open deep. Uh, I don't know that Eccles is fast, but I doubt he's as fast as Robbie Anderson. So he worries me. Um, and, you know, their, their defensive line. And Brian Burns, is he a left end or a right end? You know, who is going to go up against? Beck, Brian uh, Burns, they have him listed as a left defensive end. So he'd be going – we still don't know who he's going up against. Right, right tackle. Fant or, uh, or Morgan. Who, by the way, that's a good question right now we shouldn't discuss. Who, who, who you're betting on is going to be the starter between Fant's those two? I think going to be the starter. 
I do too. Yeah. I think Fant should be. I'm not sure if he's going to be. I, I think Fant played better the whole preseason than Morgan Moses. But, you know, the, from what I read, Moses is still going to get the the nod. I I, I don't know why, but I, I liked Fant after seeing the two of them. Yeah. Okay. And quickly, do any of you guys know uh, in like three seconds, who was the strong safety for the Carolina Panthers? No. Ray? Here's your name. Justin Burris. Is oh, my God. Is he starting? He's starting. Wow. Wow. Oh, I knew he was on the team. I didn't know yeah. he was starting. Yeah, he's starting. Wow. And uh, as you guys know, too, uh, the backup, uh, one of the backup linebackers is Frankie Louvo. Frankie Louvo. Yeah. You know that? And yeah. uh, also, they know we know they got Captain Morgan. Captain Morgan, yeah. So it's the Southern Jets. Yeah. Playbook. And also, on the offensive line, they have Pat Eiflin. Right, that's right. Which, which is interesting. And they, apparently, they there's a question whether their best offensive lineman is going to play. Yeah. I tell you, I, I wish they'd kept Eiflin and gotten rid of uh, – and not gotten Fe- – Feeney? Uh, Feeney, yeah. Feeney, yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> Let's get back to this. I, I want to do a few over-unders, which I put together. This is just for the game, all right, quickly. All right, over-under, one and a half interceptions for Zach Wilson. Ray. Yeah, that was coming. Over-under. I'll go, I'll go under, but oh, yeah. it won't surprise me if, it's, if it is over because, you know, who knows if he's throwing it. I mean, if you take Hail Mary kind of last-second things out of it, I think it'll be under. If you include, you know, desperation stuff, I could see him picking up a second. Well, there won't be any desperate. I I say under, yeah. Okay. All right, Ralph, same question. One and a half interceptions, Sam Darnold. Over. Over. Ray, really over. You think he's going to have at least two? Yeah, both to Sheldrick Redwine. (laughs) I'll I'll say under on him, too. I think he's going to. I think he's going to try and stay, you know, I, I mean, I think if we could have, I don't know what our defensive pa- uh, pass rush would be like when we had Carl Lawson, I would have definitely said over because I would have felt like he's going to be under pressure a lot more. Now I'm not as sure. And if he's not under pressure, I, I think he'll, he'll keep composed. Uh, I don't know. He's capable of throwing the picks on clean pockets. I've seen that plenty with him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Zach Wilson, two and a half TD passes. Ray, over or under? Under. Wow. Uh, under, under, yeah. Okay. Uh, yards receiving, Corey Davis, 80 and a half. Over, under, Ralph. Over. Ray. Yeah, I'm going to go with over. I, th- I think he'll, you know, he may not be have a monster day, but I think he'll go over that. Okay. Now this is combined Bryce Huff and Queen and Williams, one and a half sacks combined over under. I go over. Okay. Ray. Uh, that would be two. Who, who is that? Bryce. Bryce Huff and Queen Huff and Williams. And Williams. One and a half. So they have to get two. Yeah. Well, they could get they could get they, could get they could get one and a half and have a push. Yeah, you know? they could have a push. But I'm going to say under. I'm going to say they might they'll get one between them. All right, five and a half receptions. Robbie Anderson, Ray. I'll say. Uh, 
I'll say over. Well, I think he's going to, and I'm going to go under. I think, I think he's going to try him deep. I don't think he'll use it, try and get him short where he'll get more reception. So I'm going to say under. Ralph. I'll say under. He's a, he's more of a big play guy than a, a lot of reception type. Yeah. Guy. Right. Okay. Yeah. 55 and a half yards rushing. Ty Johnson. Ralph. Over. Ray. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say over. I, I think our offensive line is pretty good on the run, uh, if, if nothing else. They, 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 <laughs> I think the offensive line, if, if – um, uh, what's his name? The left guard, Elijah. Very AB, popular, AB team, yeah. yeah. Who didn't play. If he comes through, I think they're going to have a good running attack and it'll set up some good play action. Mm-hmm. But I hope nobody gets injured on an offensive line. Then we're in trouble. Yeah, we always hope that. Okay, two more. 49 and a half total yards, Elijah Moore. Ray. Hmm. It's amazing. We, um, haven't, we haven't seen him play. I know. I know. I'm going to say over. I'm going to say he yeah, – well, you're – well, boy, I hope they don't put him on punt returns. They will. Uh, you're saying total yards, man. You know, I don't know that he'd even do an end around, but I, I could see him hitting one or two pretty decent plays. And you're saying them. total yards reception-wise, Marty? Yeah. Oh, Just oh, receptions? No, yeah. total yards total yard. like that on running, like a jet sweep or mm-hmm. reverse. I'd go over even if it was just reception yards because he only needs one or two, you know, to yeah. break. He, he can just break one. I could see him hitting one. Yeah. All right. The last one, Zach Wilson over under 299 yards passing. Ralph. I'll say under. Ray. Yeah, under. I don't think they're going to unleash him like that unless he hits a couple really big plays, you know, which that's just remained to be seen. But uh, barring that, I, I can't see him having thrown enough to, to get that kind of yardage. Okay, great. Uh, Ralph, I want you to do you. We uh, you mentioned to me a comparison of Joe Willie Namath and Zach Wilson. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I thought about this ever since they drafted him because they're not a bad comp size wise. You know, Wilson's a little taller, but considering that the players are bigger today, that's sort of a push. Their arm talent is very similar. Their release is very similar. The three area and athletically. You know, Wilson's a terrific athlete, you know, and Namath was a really good athlete. Oh. He was very fast in college before he hurt his knee. Yeah. He could play basketball. I've seen clips of him. Wilson could play basketball. The three areas that Wilson has the advantage of, two of them are no fault of Namath's, and one of them is his health. Namath got hurt for the first time his senior year in college. They never did anything about it, so he never was a whole player when the Jets had him. The second area that Wilson has a, a big advantage in is that offenses in college were so bland back in Namath's day. It was real run dominant. Namath might throw 10 or 12 passes a game. Wilson's been in much more sophisticated offenses, much more pro-like offenses. And he spent so much time in quarterback camps, which they didn't have in those days for, for the quarterbacks. So I think he enters the pros much more prepared. Uh, the third thing is a, a name its fault, and that is taking care of the ball. Even into his fourth year, which is their Super Bowl year, he had some horrendous games where he threw bunches of interceptions and pick sixes. I mean, he finally finally got it toward the end of that year. But uh, And I get that 
there were many more interceptions in those days. He, Namath wouldn't have as many interceptions today because everything's geared toward the passing game. But I, I think uh, I, I think Wilson's much more responsible with the ball. He understands the importance of it more. So the bottom line for me is, and I felt this when they when uh, Roger Dell called out his name, is I think when all is said and done, Wilson's going to be the best best quarterback the Jets ever had. And I think no one will be happier than Namath because I'm sure he's sick of carrying that burden around for 50 years. He wants them to win like everyone else. Namath, who wanted the Jets to take Mac Jones. Yeah, well, we all know why. <laughs> By the way, I, I, his Namath, I don't think he showed up at training camp. He usually used to. Uh, I don't think so. I even liked it when he did the preseason commentary. Uh -huh. He added a little to it. But I, I don't know what's going with that. So I, I don't really know. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to pick a surprise player on offense, a surprise player on defense. I'm going to have Ray Clifford's going to start. We're going to do offense first. I know Ray is very prepared. He's been working on this for the last 10 hours all day long. So, Ray, who do you think will be the didn't even go one? to the bathroom. <laughs> Ray was traveling in northern Ohio today, Ralph, all day long. Yeah. He, he, he went to get a, a Winston Hill uh, bobble doll. I thought he was scouting <laughs> offensive linemen for Ryan Day. All right, Ray, who's going to be the surprise on offense? Uh, well, I, I did think about this quite a bit as to – because actually there are quite a few candidates because we're such an up-in-the-air team that we don't know, you know, what our strength is at this point for sure. I'm going – I'm going to say it's going to be Tyler Croft is going to be our – our guy, especially in the red zone, who's going to carry the load more, especially early in the year until they figure out some of this stuff. So I'll go with Tyler Croft being a, a shocker to me. Just a I, didn't think, I didn't even know if he'd be on the team until they <laughs> traded him. And, and Ray, I just want to ask you, Tyler Croft, can give us a prediction, 17 games, the number of receptions, the yards, and the TDs for Tyler Croft? Well, I don't know that the numbers are going to be big. I think he'll have, I won't be surprised if he has uh, five or six TDs. Um, number of receptions uh, just is going to be more or less how we, uh, how we run. I'm, I'm assuming though, that with what we have on the team now, he's going to be the uh, leader. So I'd, I'd say he'll have in the range of uh, 38 to 40 receptions and uh maybe uh about 500 and some yards if we're lucky maybe 400 you know 400 to 500 yards yeah, i don't right. think he's gonna be a deep threat but i think he's right. gonna be a guy who will get some yards every game and you being out in ohio and i know we've got over this do you remember when he was on the bengals uh he had a year where he had like 42 receptions and seven tds if you look at his uh, football reference lifetime stats, that year sticks out like an anomaly. But I'm just wondering, do you remember that year? And I, I don't know if you know who the quarterback was. Not really. Um, I don't remember it a lot. I mean, probably I Andy Dalton. It was probably Dalton. Andy but, Dalton. Um, okay. Probably. Yeah, unless it was the year that Dalton got banged up. But oh. um, even then, I, I think it was probably under Dalton. And, and you know, I, I think. I think he had a pretty good year last year with, with Buffalo, didn't he? he? Didn't he have a decent year too? Not not as good as that year, but I thought right. he had a solid year with Buffalo. So the whole thing with him is, does he, you know, 
are the drops going to be an issue? You know, is he going to, you know, is he going to hang on to the ball? Right. And make plays. And, but I think, you know, he showed with that one touchdown pass, he caught actually both of them, he caught from uh, Zach in that game. He made nice little moves to get into the end zone. So, you know, he, you know, if he gets the ball, he can, he isn't just going to be some, you know, tree stumps saying, and they're waiting to be tackled. He can, he can move with the ball a little bit. Are so. uh, Daniel Griff, Griffin and Brown actually both still on the roster? They the are. Three man roster. They're on the <laughs> roster. And uh, I, I had written in the, our latest article on jetsrewind.com that I thought, and I still think that he's not through with the tight end position. I, I hope not. I don't want Daniel Brown on there. Yeah. Well, that's and for ne- sure. Neither, neither do I. And, you know, apparently uh, the word is just, again, we'll get back to this question. Oh, Zach Ertz. Is that the Zach Ertz? No, deal? no, no. But apparently they – and what I heard, whether it's true, you never know if it's true or not. They really didn't, did not have any intention of trading Chris Herndon, but Minnesota approached them yeah. and they thought it was good value. Now, I don't know how true that was. And I know Minnesota, they lost two tight ends, I believe, yeah. in, in the preseason. But um, look, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, hopefully Tyler Croft does his job and he, he stays healthy. Uh but you know what? I heard, I was listening to um, Rich Samini. You guys might find this interesting because he thinks Wesco is going to have a great year. He thinks he's like. I've always kind of liked Wesco, but uh, you know, with these other two guys, if they're still going to be there, it's an awful crowded field of tight ends. Well, but, all we have to worry about is like the you know first string and second string, and we know he's a hybrid, but. Yeah. Um, I I would love to give him more repetitions at tight end. I know that. Oh, I'd like him to throw to him more because I think he has he's, he's got he pretty actually, good hands. Yeah. yeah, he actually showed something in the preseason this time. Yeah. So it was like maybe yeah. he does have something there. <laughs> so look, maybe that's something that the, the, they know they like, and and that's why they're not really. I think they do like him. Yeah. All right, Ralph. Who was your pleasant surprise on offense for the Green? I'm going to go with uh, Denzel Mills. Ah, right. damn it. <laughs> go ahead, I that's that's who I got. Yeah. Ray, you know what? That's when, why I didn't say him. Ray, when you go to sleepaway camp from like eight years old to like 15, and you're sleeping in bunk beds, put my tentacles on his brain, and, and he's on top of Mind me, meld. he's on top of me, or I'm on top of him, you know, for nine. Oh, let's not get too uh, graphic not, with this. Pump, <laughs> pump the brakes. You get to think alike. So, yeah. All right, go ahead, Ralph, because that's my pick, too. Denzel Mims. Well, you know, with Cole, her, I mean, the door is open. He's so talented. I really think, uh, other than Elijah Moore, he's the most talented receiver on the team, and uh, I think eventually he's going to make it impossible for them not to play him. I kind of think the same thing. And I'm working on a article on Altoon and I've been reviewing some uh, film of him and I looked at a couple and Altoon had an incredible ability when he caught the ball to create space between him and the defender, even if he was close I think that Denzel, Mim ha- Denzel Mims has some of that ability. And on that one reception against the Giants, he refused to go down. So I actually agree with Ralph that the season's going to start where he's not going to get an, a lot of repetitions. But all of a sudden, you're going to see him more and more. And Corey Davis right now is Zach Wilson's favorite target. 
I think Denzel Mims will be like 1A as the season. Well, he is a great target. He has an incredible catch radius. Uh, you just watch some of his college highlights. So, yeah, yeah I'm really hoping. Uh, they, they could have potentially have a very exciting receiving core. All right, Ralph, you start. Who do you think will be the surprise on the New York Jets on defense? All right, I'm going to surprise you with this. I'm going to say Quincy Williams. He he uh, is a, he's a talented player. You know, he, he had an injury, bad injury. If he's healthy, I think he's going to be starting pretty soon on, on, on one of the outside linebacker positions. Ralph, I, I was reading a profile on him. They said he has all this ability, but he's like one of the worst tacklers they ever saw. Did you? I mean, I don't know, but get right in with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true. I, I hope you're right. I really do. I hope he, he does fit in. The history of him, where did he start with uh, Oakland? Gosh, I don't know. I thought okay. he was drafted by Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I think you're right, Ray. I think yeah. he was drafted. All right, Ray Clifford, who do you think is going to be the uh, surprise Jet on defense this year? Well, I think it's probably going to be our head trainer if he can keep everybody on the field. But <laughs> no, um, I'd like to see uh, one of the young DBs jump up. I'd love to say Eccles. I'm not sure if it'll be him or if it'll be Gidry, but I, I, I think uh, one of the DBs is going to have to uh, step up and and fill in, and I think one of them will. Now, pick maybe, a name, Ray. Pick a name. Uh, I will go with. Uh, I'll go with Javelin Gidry. That's a good name. I, I like that. He, uh, yeah. I think he could step in and, and help solidify our defensive backfield. I, I, I'm going to uh, mention mine in a second, but Ralph, when you were off, I had proposed to Ray that. He proposed to Ray. Yes, yeah. Proposed, I, I gave him a scenario. <laughs> During the year, if the Jets' defensive backs are having a rough time of it, can you ever see them trying either Javelin Gidry or Michael Carter the second on the outside, or do you think they're strictly inside? Ray gave a good synopsis about the difference, and he talked about Wade from Ohio State, how after they moved him. But I just want to, your opinion on that. Uh, probably not. I mean, because they have several guys they're going to have to go through and really get down on. Uh, and I think those two guys... I think they like them where they are. Okay. All right. We'll go with that. I'll tell you who I'm picking. I'm, I'm counting on him to come off the injured list. And I think Ashton Davis is going to show us a lot. I oh think. Oh, boy. I hope you're right. When oh, he's there, he's on the field. He's going to add <laughs> a lot. And he, he is such a diversified uh, football player that not only can he play uh, safety, but he could also. At times, he can play defensive back. He's very fast. He showed uh, a big spark last year at times. So I think the potential's there. I never did get what the foot injury was with him, whether it was a tendon or whatever. But I'm counting on the Jets to, to have him come back 100%. And I'm looking for him to be the surprise guy on, on, on defense. Now, is he out to week three or is he – yeah, this time, that's the last I heard. Yeah. Not week six, right? Week three. No. Okay. Right. They, they, they changed the injured reserve with. But who knows? There's a third week, there's a sixth week, there's the whole year. That's it's. And then there's, and there's Jabari Zaniga. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with him. All right. Uh, 
anything else before we get back to the trivia question? Just uh, can yeah. I tell you guys a quick story? I heard yeah. nothing to do with football. I, I thought it was kind of funny. I uh, do some works with some ex-New York City cops. And um, as you know, uh, the other day, um, uh, Derek Jeter was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. So I'm talking to uh, uh, my friend Pete, Pete the cop, and he tells me a story about it. he went up to Cooperstown with like two other ex-cops the year that Nolan Ryan was being inducted along with George Brett. And, you know, there's a lot of ex-players walking around. So they see Darn Larson walking around. So his friend says to uh, Pete, look, I'm going to go over and shake his hand. Okay, make sure you get a picture. And he says, okay, but don't let go of his hand until I have the picture. He goes over, he says he's shaking his hand, he's shaking Don Larson's hand. Don Larson, after like 10 seconds, he's trying to break away. This big cop <laughs> won't let go, and Don Larson's getting pissed. I just thought that was a good story, too, by them. All right, anyway, back to back to football. And he, I, he got the picture of Don Larson's face. When he said, get the F out of here already. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Ralph. Hey, hang, the on. Tribute. hang on. I had one thing I had to ask you guys because I got on late. Anything you, you want. all about Josh Adams before? Uh, we spoke about him. About what? Coming yeah. up? Well, about being on the team and, and you know, why. Yeah. We, 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 Ray, uh, at the beginning, I covered all the injuries with the uh, Baltimore Ravens that happened. Right. And that uh, they quickly, after the first one, they brought up Josh Adams, which was a good move. I thought so. And I'll tell you why I like him. Well, and we all liked him and, and why that was probably a good move is we might get a draft pick out of it if they do get rid of him. But I just went to pro football focus after we'd been talking about him just to compare him to the others. And there are two interesting stats because we were talking about him fighting down by the goal line and he seems to be able to make yards when he's, you know, in trouble. And they cover two stats on running backs, yards before contact and yards after contact. And I compared them with our two current uh, running backs, and I compared them with Frank Gore. And yards before contact, Ty Johnson, 2.9. So before he even got hit, he went two, almost three yards. Tevin Coleman, three. Frank Gore, a yard and a half. Josh Adams went one, 1. 1.9, so almost two. But the yards after contact. Ty Johnson got another yard, 0.8, almost two. Same with Tevin Coleman. And Frank Gart got two yards. Josh Adams, yards after contact, 3.6 yards. That's why I like him. He just can. But now, granted, it was a much smaller, you know. Sample size, yeah. Sample that, size, but still, that's what I like about him. I, I do, too. I think that's very impressive. Ralph, your thoughts on those stats. And I know some of it was against second stringers. Well, he's, uh, those stats based on his career or on just the preseason? No, that was his career. Yeah, well, he, he had a big year with the Eagles. He led the team in rushings a few years ago. So yeah. so that it's not a super small sample. It's a bigger sample than Ty Johnson. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I definitely think that's his skill set, and I think they need it. That's and, what uh, I thought, too. Yeah. yeah. All, right, all right, Ralph Shereg, as we're winding down the fourth quarter, why don't you uh, – Reread that uh, great classic trivia question. All right. As I said, since we're approaching a new era in quarterbacks for the Jets, tell me what Jet quarterback played in the most games as a New York Jet in the history of the franchise. Marty, we're going to start with you. I'm going to say Ken O'Brien. Ooh, 
What do you say, Gray? I like Ken O'Brien, but I, I just, because I got thinking, we've had some fill-ins who've been there a long time. I, I went with Al Woodall. Al Woodall. <laughs> no, you're, you're on the right track there, Ray. God Richard knows Dodd? we, we uh, no, Dodd? no. You want to keep guessing? No, go ahead. I'm trying to think of another backup. He uh, played 12 years with the Jets, the same amount of years as Namath. He had 145 games. Namath had 140 because he was hurt so much. You still don't know? It's a backup. Well, obviously he was a backup. Um, yeah. Let's just see who. Pat Ryan? That's right. Pat Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and Isn't actually, amazing? Pat Ryan, he uh, was that's, there that's, forever. that's pretty impressive. <laughs> actually, when he started, he didn't do bad. Right. He wasn't bad. He so so Pat Ryan and, and Ryan Fitzpatrick own all our quarterback <laughs> records, except for Namath's <laughs> passing yards. Oh, by the way, I, I wanted to mention when I was doing the Namath comparison, I don't think that uh, Zach Wilson will break 4,000 and break Namath's record this year, but he will He will next year, though. Yeah, he, he'll, he'll eventually. But the game has changed so much. I know. Him. I can't see him doing less than five. Namath did it in 14 games, first yeah. player in history. Yeah. We'll, It'll be like uh, the Ruth Maris thing. We'll see if he could get it in 154 <laughs> games or something like that. You know, it's interesting about that. And, Ray, I know we're a couple of years older, but I know you saw him play. But, Ralph, you were a huge fan, and I think they only played 12 games at the beginning of his career. Jimmy Brown. Oh, That's right, yeah. Oh, pretty much and, all. And, and if you look at his yardage, each season, it's just unbelievable what that guy did. It really was. Yeah, until sixty when uh, they when expanded with Dallas and Minnesota, they went to a fourteen game season. So Brown half his career was twelve and half fourteen. Yeah. All right. I know. Quick, quickly before we close this out, prediction and score in the game. I'm going to start. I'm going to say it's going to be 24-21 Jets. Right. Oh, <laughs> I'd love to sound like the. And the happy guy, but until I see our offensive line actually protect Zach, I'm going to say 31-24 uh, Carolina. It's score fest. I almost have the exact same score as you, but wrong result. 24-20 Carolina. <clears throat> there you go. If I see them protecting Zach, I think we got a shot. But until uh, I you see, can't, you can't change midstream though. Right? No, I'm sorry. No, I, well, that's what I'm saying. Until I see it, which won't be till. <laughs> Ray's a good politician. He'll, I know. I, he'll like, I, tech, tech you know, like to give everybody a chance. You know, you know, we, I, you, the, the good news is if they don't protect Wilson that well, people are going to now see what a great athlete he is and how quick he is around uh, yeah, the line of scrimmage. The, the difference. That, uh, <laughs> he, he is quick. I just want him to throw it out of bounds. So, so. <laughs> all right. You know, or, uh, <laughs> Ray Clifford, Ralph Reagan, Marty Shupak. As we're less than 72 hours away from the Jets opening game. Really? I think it's 72 or 96. I, I can't count that. I don't know. I, I... For Jets Rewind, until next time.